Derek, Derek, Derek. Diamond, Diamond, Diamond. diamond. Experience! Hey, what's up, everybody? It is Monday, July 21st, 2014, and this is episode number 18 of the Derek Diamond Experience podcast. It's crazy to think that we're almost to 20 episodes. It seems like yesterday that the show first started. I, of course, am your host, Derek Diamond, and hopefully this podcast will provide you with some sort of entertainment on your Monday or whenever you may be listening to it. Before we get to the interview of the week, I just want to give some updates as far as some things that are going on with myself as well as the show. For those that have been listening to the show since the beginning, you may remember that the first ever guest I had were a local rock band called the Unicorn Wranglers, and they will be recording their new album the first weekend of August. So I will be joining them, providing you with some exclusive clips from those recordings, as well as a new interview with the Unicorn Wranglers themselves, along with their drummer, Brendan Karnick, who was unable to join us last time. So you can look forward to that episode. It will be released on Monday, August the 11th, and that will be episode 21, I believe. And as far as some things that are going on with me, I will actually get to direct for the first time at work today, meaning that I'm going to run the switchboard that controls the commercials, what cameras are up on the TVs throughout the ballpark, as well as the video board. So it's going to be an interesting challenge, but I, I look forward to it. I've done it a little bit uh, this season, but I've never done a full game before, so we'll see how that goes. And something that I got to do yesterday, and I mentioned this last week, I got to return to the set of The Actor Factor. We filmed at a little coffee shop in Niceville, Florida called Cafe Liquid. It's a really neat little place that if you're ever in the area, you should definitely check out. But the Shoot was a lot of fun. There was a lot of laughs, obviously. We got to have a lot of uh, background characters to make it look more legit. And yours truly even got to be one. And I thought it was kind of funny that I got to play a customer who was being very indecisive with his order because I'm kind of that way in real life. I, I don't know if the cast knew that, but I, I thought that was kind of funny. Plus, being a background character, I like to think, is the role that I was born to play. And I also got to shoot some behind-the-scenes footage that will be online uh, fairly soon. We're not sure exactly how we're going to present that yet, but hopefully next week I'll have a little bit of an update on that. And mentioning the Actor Factor, my guest this week is actually from both Actor Factor and the Lost Souls film, which I've talked about periodically. And the actress's name is Marianne Del Gallego, and yes, that is the right way to pronounce it. I tried several times before we did the recording, and I got it correct, which you'll, you'll hear at the beginning of the interview. But it was a really, really fun conversation. She's really funny, really fun to talk to. We discussed both Actor Factor and Lost Souls, obviously, and we discussed a little bit of her background as far as... Uh, theater and stage acting and comparing that to acting for film. So if you're into that sort of thing, then you'll really enjoy it. But I think that's really all I have to say. Uh, it's been, other than that, it's been kind of an uneventful week. So sit back and listen to this awesome conversation with actress Marianne Del Gallego. 
Back on the Derek Diamond experience with my special guest this week from both the Lost Souls film and the Actor Factor series, Miss Marianne Del Gallego. Marianne, how's it going? It's going good. I'm happy you actually said my name I right. I did. That's pretty awesome. I had to say it about 20 times before we started recording. Well, I wasn't going to, you know, tell everybody that. But hey, if you want to admit it, it's all good. <laughs> Uh, everybody knows my struggles with names. No, so, can, you know. I'm going to have you spell it here in a second. We'll see if you can do that. We'll, we'll save that for the end. That can <laughs> that can be my homework. The homework. <laughs> so first thing I wanted to ask you, um, where are you from? I'm originally from the Philippines. I was born and raised in Cebu. Nice. Yeah, did, I did move out in, in the States till about, well, gosh, in my 20s. I'm trying to give away my age now. Um, I lived in California for a bit and then uh, now Pensacola. So yay. Oh, uh, how long did you live in California? For about 10 years. 10 years? Okay, mm-hmm. cool. How, how would you compare to the, compare that to Florida? I've never been to California, so... It, it was pretty fast-paced, definitely. Fast-paced. Yeah. Don't miss the traffic, though. Yeah, I've, <laughs> I listen to some other podcasts that are based out of California, and they all say the traffic is just terrible. Horrendous. It yeah. really is. <laughs> and how long have you lived in Pensacola? Since 2006. Okay. So it's been pretty a while. Cool. I've acclimated. Pretty cool. <laughs> What uh, what made you want to get into acting? Was it like a movie that you saw as a kid, or was it just something that you just randomly thought you'd give a try one day? Oh, gosh, this is going to be a long response. Oh, it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> um, well, I come from a family of performers. Let's start with that. As kids, uh, my entire family, I'm the eldest of six girls. All we did was sing and dance every chance we got. Anytime there were guests in the house, we'd perform something. If there was a fiesta in the village, we'd perform something. So we were always, you know, all into the singing and the dancing thing. But the acting didn't really happen until I was about 10 years old. Um, I I went to a school that's famous for um, school plays that they put in every year. Mm -hmm. And it was one day, it was actually my sister. They asked my sister to come in and audition. And I was kind of like the chaperone sitting in the back, bored out of my mind. And the director was like, hey, you, little girl, you want to come here and try read for the part too? I'm like, okay, sure, why not? And I ended up getting the part. (laughs) It was George Bernard Shaw's Bamboo Cross, and I played a little orphan girl named Tanya Chin. I was 10 years old, and that pretty much did it for me. Uh, every chance I, I got after that, every every school play, every every chance I got, really, I got audition for something. So, <laughs> so after that, was that when you decided that this is what I want to do with my life? It's always been really, in all honesty, it's always been a hobby, something that I enjoy. I, I mean, I didn't see it as work at the time. So, mm-hmm. I mean, all throughout high school and college, even when I got to California, it's always been just theater. I've been doing a lot of theater, musical theater, obviously, so I got to sing and dance, too. But um, it really didn't materialize till I moved out here on the Gulf Coast, and I started doing some freelance stuff in um, New Orleans that um, a friend of mine was like, have you ever tried film? Never crossed my mind. I mean, I lived in California. I didn't even think about trying film in California. But a friend of mine told me to try it here, and um, I did. I just did a little bit of background work and got an agent, started doing more stuff, and um, I, it just kind of took off from there, I guess. <laughs> did you take any, like, acting classes or anything like that? I did. I took a little bit of everything. I took a lot of acting classes in the Philippines, also in California. Um, I was doing musical theater, so I attempted to take singing lessons and dance lessons as well. I'm going to leave that alone. Um, uh, and now I'm um, doing a lot of um, Spalling classes with Jean Marie Collins, and that's um, mm-hmm. it's essentially improv and theater games. 
and but the focus is on the ensemble so it's not you know one person's more important than the other type of thing it's everybody's important we all listen to each other and we're always in the moment so we know what's going on all the time basically but yeah that's that's the only thing i'm taking now and i'm enjoying it <laughs> when uh like what were some of your favorite movies growing up I actually grew up watching the classics, believe it or not. My entire family, we would um, watch, you know, musicals, you know, Casablanca, Gone with the Wind, Rodgers and Hammerstein stuff. I, I love West Side Story. Singing in the West Rain. West Side Story is great. <laughs> so you can imagine, obviously, that's why, you know, I went into musical theater because this is the stuff that I, I grew yeah. up watching. <laughs> yeah. Every now and then at work, we'll make some uh, some West Side Story references. Like we'll we'll say one group's the Jets, the other's the Sharks, and we'll start doing the, <laughs> that little the snapping snap thing, thing <laughs> down the hallway of the press box. It's, it's pretty awesome. I want to play Anita so bad. It's not even funny. But here's the problem: I can't dance Anita. <laughs> I've been to so many auditions. I make it past the singing part. I get to the dancing part. It's like we'll call you. <laughs> <laughs> So that's like still in the list of at some point in my life I want to be Anita. Hey, you never know. <laughs> I well, well hopefully, know. hopefully we'll see. Yeah. What uh, <laughs> what what are some current movies that you like? Current? Oh gosh. Obviously, I still drift back to the musicals. I um I love when they tur- did the musical uh, the uh, movie version of Les Mis. Mm-hmm. Of course, the you know, Moulin Rouge, Chicago. <laughs> As you can tell, yeah, it's Chicago, the musical. Chicago is <laughs> one of my favorites. I like it. Yeah, and um, cur- I mean, I got into the Hunger Games. Mm-hmm. I read the book, so I enjoyed that. It's pretty eclectic, really. Uh, I can tell you one genre I don't really enjoy is horror films, <laughs> which is probably why I did Lost Souls, just you know, to try it. <laughs> Every person I have interviewed from Lost Souls has said they are not horror fans. Nope. I, That's pretty funny, actually. I can't watch it. I mean, my husband is a huge horror buff. I mean, he would watch everything and critique and say oh that wasn't funny even my little one over here was but <laughs> loves horror <laughs> movies not me i'll be the one with my eyes closed the entire time <laughs> i like the classic horror like the nightmare on elm street and the friday mm-hmm. the 13th but the the new stuff is just it's kind of gory just for the sake of it there like with the old horror films there are still good stories there mm-hmm. while you have the violence and everything it actually makes sense but with like the Saw movies I can't watch any of those I, can't watch. Well, I like the disturbing stuff can you believe that Hitchcock stuff I love I mean it kind of makes you think and you sit there and you're like oh what just happened yeah. that's the stuff I can probably get into but yeah I'm with you in this the movie Birds stuff. honestly gave me a fear of seagulls <laughs> when I was a kid it, it was it was on TV once and ever since then I have not liked seagulls yeah I think that had the same effect for everybody. Just like Psycho in the shower. For a while, you're kind of scared to go in the shower for a bit. <laughs> yeah, I never saw that movie, but they have that new series out, uh, Bates Motel. It's oh, about yeah. Norman Bates as a kid. Mm-hmm. It's actually pretty good. I've seen bits and pieces of it, actually. Um, what is his name? Freddie Highmore. Freddie Highmore, yeah. Terrific actor. Yeah. Terrific, yeah. I can't remember her name, but the woman who plays his mother mm-hmm. does a very, very good job. Mm-hmm. So... The uh, first season's on Netflix. I haven't watched season two yet, but it's it's pretty good. And I, I'm I'm not big into that kind of stuff, so yeah. it was kind of surprising that I actually got into you it. Got into but it. I heard I heard good things and just watched the first episode and kind of yeah. got stuck then, huh? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> uh, what was the first major uh, film project that you worked on? Well, it was a major film. Um, I did background work in it, though. I didn't I didn't have a huge part or anything like that. But um, it was the first time I've ever set foot on a film uh, set. set mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was actually in New Orleans in 2009. It was a film called Father of Invention with um, Kevin Spacey. 
background stuff. So I f- completely forgot about it. But it was the first time I set foot on the, on set. So it was one of those, oh, wow. You know, after doing theater for so long and you're on set and you're like, ooh, I yeah. could really just. And try not to act like a fool in front of the actors. I mean, Kevin Spacey, come on now. Yeah. I was holding all of that in. I was trying not to be the crazy fan on set. I'm like, I'm professional. Do not flip out. But um, I forgot about it. And then my cousin tells me like, Years later, hey, I saw you on this thing on, on, on DVD. And so apparently I had some That's FaceTime really cool. on that one. So I had to rent the DVD and watch it. So, so you got to be on a major film set, and that was your first time Ever. to be on any kind of set. <laughs> any kind of set, That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> That's really cool. What about uh, like some of the local stuff that you've worked on? What was, I guess, the first thing you did locally in this area? Locally in the area? Well, Film-wise, it would have to be a Lost Souls and After Factor, really, the first stuff that okay. I've done local, because I've been focused so much on the larger market, not realizing mm-hmm. there's stuff happening here, <laughs> so I just got into the local stuff. Uh, which, uh, which did you get involved with first, Lost Souls or After Factor? Actually, it was After Factor first. And how did you get involved with it? I actually did the Spalding class with Niraj, so I met Niraj that way. And he just one day asked me if I'd be interested in, in auditioning for um, a thing that he was doing. He said he had a part that he thought that would uh, suit me well. So I said, hey, why not? You know, I, I've worked with him. Mm-hmm. You know, I enjoy being around Niraj. He's kind of hilarious, actually. And he, so that's, that's how it got started. I just came in and auditioned for it. We, we were actually talking uh, off air. We were actually at that same meet and greet mm-hmm. back in January. And you said that was where you met uh, Jolene. For the that, first time? That's where I met Jolene for the first time, yes. Because you guys played sisters, so mm-hmm. you have to, I guess, kind of test the chemistry to see if it's Definitely. it's actually there. So Yeah. When I came in to read, I was supposed to read opposite her, and I think she had something to do with work, or she, she wasn't able to make it, so I read opposite Adele. Mm-hmm. Uh, we still had a blast. It was the first time I met Adele. Uh, I had to be, without a doubt, the most fun I've had in an audition because we were cracking up the whole time we were in there, just cracking up. And, um, yeah, you know, I met Jolene at the, the meet and greet, and, and we all went out to dinner after. I guess that was like a nice way of, um, you know, testing the chemistry and stuff. But we started mirroring each other at, at the dinner. We were mm-hmm. laughing because we started doing the same things, and, and I didn't catch it. She didn't catch it. Everybody else was catching it. They're like, you guys are starting to act alike. So, no, that's that's yeah. good, actually. That's that's something that whenever actors or actresses, when they play siblings, I mean, they've got to... You hear stories of how they'll hang out or they'll have dinner or something just to mm-hmm. see if that chemistry's there. So that's that's really, really cool. What... Uh, what character do you play on the actor factor? I actually play Valerie. I play um, Jolene's sister, or half sister in this case, half sister. And um, it's an interesting dynamic. I have sisters, I have five sisters, so um, I know how all of that works. But the funny thing about um, their, the, the dynamic between the two of them is they're so opposite. And um, there's uh, a lot of resentment, but also there's like real love there and support. Mm-hmm. as you would for your you know siblings so it was kind of fun to play around with that a little bit <laughs> and uh this is something that i was i've been curious about because i've only been on set with you guys once what's one funny on set story from the actor factor <laughs> oh gosh every, the, the, mo- every moment on set is funny <laughs> 
I guess I, could, I should rephrase that and say story that you could tell. I could tell. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that's a good way of putting it. Stories that I can tell that people can listen to. Um, well, the cat fight was hilarious. You missed it. It was the day before. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm reading the script, and I knew it was going to be funny because I knew instantly from the dinner that her and I would get along great. We had the same personality, same background. So I'm reading the script, and it's supposed to be a small little, you know, sister squabble. And mm-hmm. Raj decides to go elaborate, and I mean, it turns into this full-on, like, WWF. I mean, it was insane. We had to, like, rehearse first. <laughs> we had to choreograph, you know. I mean, I, I think I'm at the point where I can put stunt work on my resume, okay? <laughs> That's how elaborate we got with this. But, um, you know, of course, you have to do it in stilettos and skirts because, I mean, that's how you would wrestle. You'd wear your high heels in your short skirts. <laughs> <laughs> For your resume, without, without, you should, without leaving out too much, but that's how much fun we had that night. For your resume, you should put actress slash stunt work stunt for work. Actor Factory. Exactly, yeah. that's what I told Naraj. I said, "Does oh, this qualify? Can I put that in special skills?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wasn't there for the actual fight, but I remember seeing the footage from it, and it turned out really, really good. You, you also was, saw some of the battle wounds the next day, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. How did you get involved with uh, Lost Souls? Lost Souls, okay. I did a short um, late last year. That's where I met Michelle from After Factor, but that's also where I met Colleen. Mm-hmm. And so I, you know, I again got got along great with her on set and kept in touch with her on social media. Facebook is a wonderful thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, kept in touch with her, and she just mentioned uh, that they, her and her dad were starting um, a production company, and they were bringing in films, and then... When she mentioned that she was going to audition for the movie, that was that was my thought. I was like, well, I don't watch horror movies. I'm always playing the funny characters and goofy characters. Maybe this would be a nice little change. Mm-hmm. So I, I came in and auditioned for it. And that's how I got started, basically. And what, and what character do you play on Lost Souls? I play Riley Mason. And Riley originally was supposed to be a guy. So everything in the script still pertains to a male, mm-hmm. <laughs> even when we were reading through it. But um, Riley is the uh, smart, techie person of the group. You know, she's the one that does the research, knows the equipment. She's very nerdy. Uh, she uh, gets picked on a lot, but she can hold her own. Had a little bit of a potty mouth, which was interesting to try to read. Re- <laughs> I, I, let me tell you, I run lines at home with my little one. She reads opposite me, and so it was ex- extremely difficult to run lines with, you know, having to bleep out all yeah. the bad words. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's a fun character, and I can't wait for people to actually, you know, see what we've done. The funny thing about it is I remember, I think it was Brandy that said it whenever I interviewed her and Kayla, that all the parts were originally supposed to be for males, and then it was changed nice. to females. So that, that that's actually going to be pretty cool to see, to have four leading females mm-hmm. in, in one movie, I think is really, really good. Well, she did She did a great job. Colleen, I, I'm sure, as you know by now, that it was a, a dream of hers, mm-hmm. a nightmare, and she wrote it down and turned it into the script for the movie. But but it's it's a little bit different because you know typically horror movies you know the damsel in distress women are weak being chased down and yada yada mm-hmm. but we're actually strong women here <laughs> yeah strong smart women well we made some bad choices but we were strong you know smart women basically <laughs> so it's a little bit different yeah. yeah the uh i haven't worked with Colleen that much i worked with her a little bit at uh Pensacon when mm-hmm. we made the documentary but she's she's awesome and plus she you know helped set up all these interviews oh, with yes. me so she, she's fantastic yeah, yeah i'll have to definitely have to interview her at some point oh gosh that's gonna be an interesting interview <laughs> let me tell you i will tune in for that one yeah, for sure. 
What's a funny onset story from Lost Souls? That's also well, also quite a few funny stories there actually, because because we were I think there's quite a few, but Joe I feel bad for Joe because Joe's the only you know leading male character mm-hmm. and we're all female, so we were always picking on him. <laughs> Constantly, I mean, I, I mean, that's it's really the the big thing that I can remember is that we would always pick on him and we'd always, you know, give him a hard time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, try to make him break from character while while in the middle of a scene. You know, I think I think Brandy mentioned one time he said baloney was supposed to say brains or something. He said baloney yeah. in the middle of the scene. Yeah, <laughs> we kept going though. We, we we I mean we didn't stop. We got our our faces like we're gonna start busting out, but you know we kept going. <laughs> What's the baloney going on? Did he just say baloney? He said baloney. Oh my god! Okay, just keep going. Just keep going. Roll with it. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys have wrapped up filming on that, yes. correct? Yes. Uh, is there any kind of release date for it yet? Um, there's some talk of stuff, and I'm I'm gonna let Colleen uh, verify that. I don't want to say anything until I know for sure. But um, yeah, I know that she's got a lot of stuff planned for the movie. And I know there's going to be some sort of local screening at one point and some festivals as well. So fingers crossed we'll see. Oh, that'll be good. Yeah, it'll be be a lot of fun. I I haven't seen it yet, so I'm excited to see it. Yeah. Do you have any uh, other projects in the works besides I know you're working on Actor Factor now mm-hmm. uh, do you have anything else in the works besides that that's pretty much it for now gonna, I was away it. for a while so I'm just starting to get back into things and starting to you, know, yeah, cause you, you were in Cleveland for three, three weeks. weeks yeah <laughs> so everything was on hold I felt so bad I had to tell Niraj um, can we um, hold on or hold off or something for a little bit because I gotta be gone but well he also went to LA too he was right? in LA yeah. too yes yeah yes. Because I remember we were supposed to do this weeks ago, and then you had to had go to, to Cleveland. So it's it's all good. It still worked out. Oh, that's so. right. I'm glad. I'm glad. So what uh, what other interests do you have besides film? Like, do you have any other uh, hobbies besides you know acting? And you you mentioned uh, theater. Do you still do any of that, or do you just dedicate your time solely to acting? I, I flip flop. Last year I did a lot of theater. Uh, and then this year I'm starting to go back and film, so I flip-flop a lot. <laughs> so what's the difference between preparing for theater as opposed to filming like in a movie or a short oh or something like gosh. that? Oh, my gosh. It's a huge difference. People don't seem to realize that. Well, for starters, acting for theater, your whole body. You're, you're using your whole body. And, of course, you have to remember it's live. It's not mm-hmm. like you can repeat. I mean, you got to keep going. And um, for film, it's more concentrated on your face. So it's, mm-hmm. it's quite an adjustment to go from all, like, all over the place to you have to keep it in your face and keep it in your eyes. And then uh, preparation also, you, um, for film, you only shoot segments a day, like certain scenes a day, so you have time to prepare. Mm-hmm. Whereas with theater, you're memorizing the entire thing from beginning to end. Yeah. Uh, you rehearse a couple of times, but every night you do the whole thing from beginning to end. So I, I personally, and this is just me, I personally think that it helped a lot with... Um, making the transition into film because the mindset, my, the theater mindset still stays the same. When I get a script, I read everything from beginning to end so I have a better idea of what's going on instead of chopping it into small pieces. Mm-hmm. So I have still have that habit of when I get a script, even if I'm only shooting certain parts a day, I've already had the entire script memorized because <laughs> I had been starting like two weeks prior trying to memorize it. So, I mean, it helps because then you kind of have a good idea of how the picture evolves and how the characters mm-hmm. and everything come together. Yeah, a lot of people don't realize that the preparation it takes to do theater because, like you said, with film you get the luxury of, okay, we're shooting 
this scene or these couple of scenes mm-hmm. today. So you can just kind of memorize that part of the yes, script. But part, with yeah. theater, you really have very little margin for error mm-hmm. when the performance actually starts. But I, right. I can imagine, though, that the, the theater... It, it's really gratifying whenever oh, you gosh. whenever you do that. Because it's instant. People's right there. I mean, I did some children's theater out in California, an, an equity theater, actually. It was gorgeous. But it was so much fun because we used to bust in all these kids from all the schools in the area. And, you know, they tell you you have to have that, you know, that wall and you're not supposed to see what's going on in front of you, blah, blah, blah. I do that a lot. But with the kids, it was a little difficult because you could see them trying to mimic the dance steps and sing along or react and everything. And that's it's... it's a nice feeling to be able to feed off of that because you know that you had something to do with that, basically. So, mm-hmm. as far as uh, like theater work that you've done, mm-hmm. have you done any like reenactments of maybe major plays, or is it mostly like smaller original stuff? I've done some original stuff, and I've done like you know the large musicals as well. So, it kind of varies. <laughs> like, what kind of large musicals have you done? Well, I did um, Bye Bye Birdie. I don't know if you're familiar with that. Mm-hmm. I did that. I played Ursula in that. That was a lot of fun. You know, I was already pushing 30, and I'm playing a 15-year-old teenager. <laughs> a boy crazy 15-year-old teenager. It made it a lot more fun. <laughs> I'm telling you, I always played, like, the, the, the kooky characters, like the quirky, silly, goofy characters. But you do it well, though. Oh, well, you because it's, it's me. <laughs> I don't I'm not, I'm not, well, I'm not I'm saying that's a bad thing. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm not about this. No, I'm just <laughs> what is that saying to me? What is people trying to say? It's, it's, a, it's, <laughs> a, it's a compliment. Yeah. It's a guide. Yeah. I, and thank you. I appreciate that. I have a lot of fun, definitely. I mean, even though with the movie, when you watch Lost Souls, you're still going to see a little bit of the silliness. I mean, we had to, off camera, we'd start joking around, and Colleen would go, oh, use that. And I'm like, wait, that's funny. This isn't supposed to be funny. she goes, go, well, you know, just throw it in there. I'm like, okay, here we go. going to be silly again. <laughs> yeah, well, every horror movie has a little bit of those, you know, you kind of chuckle at it or yeah, laugh at it moments yeah. oh, every yeah. now and Definitely then. Definitely so. some moments in, in this one, <laughs> unplanned ones. <laughs> so what, uh, what are some other musicals you like? I, I haven't seen too many like I, I've never seen like a huge play or anything live but I've seen the movies like Chicago I've mm-hmm. seen Rent Rent's one oh, of my gosh. favorites yeah me too yeah that that's one that I I would I would have loved to have seen mm-hmm. I don't know if it's still being done or not I don't know that's a good question yeah I don't know, I'm not 100% sure but I remember seeing the movie uh when I was in college and mm-hmm. it and it was really good because up until then the only musicals I had seen were Chicago and Greece mm-hmm well, still pretty good ones, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Very good ones. <laughs> What's funny is when I was a kid, I didn't even know that Grease was a musical. You I just didn't... thought it was a movie. Oh, <laughs> and then when I, got, when I got older, I found it out. I found out from somewhere somebody told me, and I told Mom, because that's one of her favorite movies. Mm-hmm. And I was like, do you know Grease was a musical? And she said, yeah, you didn't know that? I'm like, why don't you not tell me? <laughs> nobody tells yeah, me these things. No, nobody tells me anything. <laughs> So what uh, you guys are about to, or have started back on Actor Factor, correct? Okay. Like when's, when's, the, when's the next time that you'll be filming? I think I'm going to be out there sometime this month. I think uh, a weekend this month because they're shooting a lot of the, uh, fi- the uh, coffee house scenes with the main characters. So I think mm-hmm. I'm going to have a cameo in one of those. But my stuff with Jolene, we don't pick up till next month. So I get a little bit of a rest so, uh, from what little I've seen that I've been on set, your character's like the, she's the half sister of Jolene's character, but she's more like the the businesswoman. 
type? She, is that it? She's more poised and, and conservative and more put together. Where she's she's um, Jolene's a little more of the um, easygoing. She's very diva-ish and trendy and, and you know just their opposites is what it is. It's hilarious. She kind of works the the nine to five job and then yeah, oh, comes yeah. home. And... I I don't have a life basically in this one, and she has a she has a life. I don't have one. <laughs> No, yeah, she, you know, valley works and, you know, does the, the usual nine to five, comes home, you know, works out, reads a book. That's mm-hmm. the highlight of her day. She's at home reading a book. And, and then her sister here is auditioning and doing all sorts of fun stuff. So. Yeah, I, I specifically remember the scene where you two were eating the donuts. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that was so, <laughs> that was fun to do. That was a lot of fun. Let me t- I, I cannot eat another donut hole, for, not for a while. There's, I mean, I had You guys to, had to eat so many. I, half of that little box was gone yeah. by the time we were done filming. I was spitting the stuff out at one point, but still, it was, I can't look at another donut hole, not for a, for a while anyways. I just remember standing there holding the, the boom <laughs> mic, and I'm like, those donuts look so good. I just want to... <laughs> I just wish this. I was spinning them out, and you're looking there like, can I have some? I just remembered the. I wish the boom pole had a little crane or a little Mm -hmm. hand that I was just dip down, grab a handful, (laughs) (laughs) and just start eating them. But have you guys done any scenes where all of you guys have been together? Not yet. Not yet. And I think the coffee house ones will be. That we're going to be doing. That, that'll well. that'll be fun. That, I think it would be too. Just all the, char- the personalities. The, the only characters I've seen like in action are yours and Jolene. So I'm curious to see how everybody's uh, characters interact. Because I know Adele's playing like the nerdy mm-hmm. type mm-hmm. of girl. Uh, Michelle, I have no idea what she's doing. She'll, I'm sure she'll she'll tell, tell me. You know, she'll tell me that. Yeah. So it, it'll just. I love seeing like you know all the main characters mm-hmm. come together because I've done a couple of like small short films that I've just done with my friends and mm-hmm. the few scenes where we had all the, all the cast together. It was a lot of fun. It's a lot of work because with everybody's schedule and everything, oh, but yeah. it's, it's still, it's still fun to do. Yeah. And you know, it's a passion for everyone. So we make the time. We may be exhausted, but we'll make the time. We'll show up and we'll yeah. do what we have to do. <laughs> but do you have any, uh, social media or anything like does, the Actor Factor or Lost Souls have like a Facebook or a Twitter or anything? Yeah, I know that there's a Facebook for um, Actor Factor. I know that there's a website too. I think it's Actor Factor Series. Mm-hmm. And then um, Lost Souls has a, a website, Lost Souls the Movie.net. I think it's like lostsoulsmovie.net Lost or something <laughs> like that. You know that, better yeah. than I do. That's pretty bad. <laughs> but, you know, um, yeah, and Facebook as well. Yeah, you always find stuff on Facebook. All right, cool. Well, thanks for doing this interview. It was a lot of fun. Thank you. Thanks for having me. That'll do it for this week's episode of the Derek Diamond Experience. I'd like to thank Marianne once again for coming on for that really fun conversation. And next week, we will be venturing into the world of video games with visual effects designer for NetherRealm Studios' Jeffrey Larkin. So... All you video game fans will definitely want to tune in for that. And don't forget, you can follow the show on Twitter at DDiamondExp, like us on Facebook at The Derek Diamond Experience, and you can follow me personally on Twitter at Derek underscore Diamond. And that'll do it. See you guys next week.